Hello everyone and welcome to Living La Belle Vie with me, your host, Monday Young, your expert expat life coach. In today's episode, I am going to be talking about what I think are the three fundamental steps that you need to take if you're thinking about becoming a freelancer or starting a business in France. Now, I work with lots of expatriates who come to France and for one reason or another, sometimes they're not able to find work or they're really just excited about maybe taking some time to travel around Europe with France as their base and they want to create a more flexible um, lifestyle and working life for themselves. And so they think about, you know, becoming a freelancer or going into their own business, but they really skip some fundamental steps that need to be taken before you invest any time or money. So today is going to be focusing on really helping you set those foundations and making sure that your money and your time is not going to waste and doesn't just lead to frustration and disillusionment. So when I came to Paris uh, for the first time, that's a while ago now um, because I've been in Marseille now for seven years, but when I initially moved to France, I... Paris was my first destination, like most people. Now, even though Paris is a cosmopolitan city with lots of people and different languages and a large Anglophone community, I still found it really difficult to find work when I arrived. Now, I did not speak the language when I arrived. Um, in my previous profession as a as a chef, I was in French fine dining, so I had some knowledge of cooking you know, for food and that kind of language in French, but for everyday living, nothing at all. I had to start from scratch. I was, when I arrived, I started taking French classes and I really found it challenging to find work. Did I find some work? Yes, absolutely. But I did not find work that was equal to my qualifications. And I think I have met so many people where this is the case, where they end up working in a restaurant or working, you know, being a tour guide, which all of those are legitimate and, you know, beautiful professions, but it may not be what you were looking to do when you came. And so you have people sort of, um, becoming extremely disillusioned, disillusioned with their Paris and French experience because they, they have these, you know, qualifications to be like a psychologist or, you know, head of, you know, marketing or this and that, and they can't really find uh, a job for their skills. And they end up doing whatever it is that they can to get some income coming in. And they really start to believe like, you know, this is awful. You know, I thought I was going to come to France. Everything was going to be perfect and beautiful. And now I'm, you know, cleaning toilets. So (laughs) it's really about, um, figuring out that, you know, during that time when you may not speak the language or you have a little bit of the language or even if you're a bilingual, what is important to think about to get you working, to get you started as a a freelancer or a business owner, because you trying to figure out how to create an income for yourself in France. So I'm going to be giving you, you know, three fundamental 
steps that cannot be skipped and need to be thought about really deeply to make sure that you can be successful for whatever idea you would like to bring to the market. So when I started my business in Paris, it was because there was a huge need. So the business that I had at the time when I arrived, it was basically an apartment management, um, concierge and cleaning business. Now I started this totally, uh, from, you know, it was a fluke. I was working as a personal assistant for, um, someone and she needed some help also getting organized. And I had a knack for organizing and, uh, she would, you know, recommend me to her friends also. So, and lots of these people did not live in Paris full time and they spent half of the year in their home country and they wanted someone who could manage their apartments, but who could also help them with the work they were doing, um, as freelancers when they were in Paris and who could help them with their French administration. And that is how my business started. It was basically, there was such a demand that after I had received four or five people who wanted to hire me to work with them, I'm like, I could turn this into a business. And that's exactly what I did. And so that leads me to the first step that I recommend to most people is to uh, make sure that the idea that you have is is viable here in France. Now, some of the clients that I have, they have great ideas, but those ideas don't actually um, fit into the culture. What people have to understand, you know, the way things are done where you came from, um, you know, may not be being done where you are because it doesn't actually fit their lifestyle and culture. And, and as excellent as you may think it is, doesn't mean that people will want to use it. So it is important to do research, 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 to make sure that the idea that you have fits the culture and lifestyle where you are. And you know, you can do this in a number of ways. Uh, like I say there, I, I, I often say, and I'm not the first that, you know, there's no new ideas. We normally take, uh, ideas and we just figure out a way to make them more innovative, unique, more productive. Um, so if you, if you have an idea, the first thing to do is to go online and to search, to see, how many people are actually providing this service? Because normally if there's a need, there's someone trying to create a service to fulfill that need. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, that the service people are offers, offering is, is good or it can offer it the way you can, but you definitely need to make sure that, you know, there, that there is some demand and that's why someone created a service. And so once you've found out that there are some services, you know, out there, maybe not exactly like yours, but similar offering sort of, you know, kind of what you want to offer, it is to see how much competition you have. Now, if you have picked a service or a business where you figure out that there's a lot of competition, it's going to be necessary at that point or where there's, or where there's no competition is figuring out where do you fit into the market? How can your service either one, fulfill uh, a lack, 
where there's a lack? Or two, how can you improve on the existing services which are actually there? And also, how are you going to stand out from all of this, either one to get noticed or to stand out from all the other competitors. And so I say, once you've done this research is to know that, you know, when you're creating an idea to make you stand out and unique, the first thing that you can do is to introduce your culture into your idea. Wherever you came from, you need to introduce your language and your culture into your idea. I recommend this because this helps you stand out automatically from everyone else. Now, if you're in Paris and you're an Anglophone, this may not exactly be the case because there is a large Anglophone community in Paris. So you have to figure out how to find a niche within a niche and to figure out how you're going to stand out from all those other Anglophone businesses offering services to Anglophone. You know, how can you, you know, um, take your international experience and add something unique to what it is you're trying to, to bring, uh, to the market. The second step that I recommend for people after you've done that research, you've established there's a need, you, you've identified a place where you can, you, you can fit into the market. You've identified how you can maybe make this service a little bit more unique so that it stands out from everyone else. The second thing to do is to really make a very detailed outline of your business. Now, why I recommend this is because you are really going to need to be able to communicate to your potential clients or target market what it is that you would like to offer them. So when you're making this outline, it needs to have four components. Now those components are one, what product or services are you offering? And at what price point are you thinking about offering them? The second thing is to find out who is your client? Who would use this service? Uh, you need to answer this question because you need to know you know, how to target your, your marketing and where to find the people who want to use that service. And the third is how will they use that service? And the fourth is how will you deliver that service? Now, these four things are really important because when, because when you meet people and you're talking about your idea or business that you want to create, that you can answer those four basic questions. You can tell them what it is you're going to be offering around what price point. You can tell them why it's for them, why they're your ideal client, and how they can use that service. And you can really communicate quite well how you're going to deliver it to them. And normally people take you seriously if you can really answer those four questions succinctly. And the second reason I recommend that is because it is the foundation of a business plan. Now, a business plan needs to answer all of those questions. So if you can go ahead and 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 you know make this outline without the pressure of a huge business plan hanging over your head, because for most people, creating a business plan is like 
the biggest nightmare that they could possibly think about doing. But you know, business plans, if you break them down into small steps are actually not so hard to accomplish. The problem is, is that most people try to do it all, all at once. They get overwhelmed and you know, they might not even end up doing it and they end up missing some fundamental information that they need to really help to get their business off of the ground. So you know, and this outline you can get as detailed as you want and you can have as much fun with it as you want, you know, to really get creative and to let your juices start flowing. And I would really enjoy that process because you want to be able to talk about your products and, and, and things like that and services with potential clients with some form of enthusiasm, you know, so really get creative And the third step that I recommend is um, the third and final step, and that is to survey your target market. You need to, before you invest any money, is to go out and to make sure the idea that you think is so great is actually great, or the service you want to offer, the product you want to offer is something that people actually want to use. So lots of people skip this step and, you know, everybody and their mama told them that their idea was perfect, but the only people they didn't ask was the people who they want to use their products. So you need to get out there and you need to talk to every person who you think, you know, falls into your, your, your target market. Talk to them about your idea, ask them what they think, what price point would they pay for that kind of service? And, uh, and if they know other people offering it and what they wish that they could have that isn't being offered, you know, this feedback that you get from people is gold. It really helps you to one, to, um, craft a service or product that really is going to meet the need of, of your potential client. It'll also help though. You know, they normally give you some sort of feedback that helps you make your, your, your product or service more attractive. And they may also give you something you hadn't thought about, you know, to really, really make your services unique and, um, and, and, and stand out from everyone else. You can also do this by surveying people on Facebook on, uh, by using apps like survey monkey and, you know, throwing maybe, you know, 50 to hundred dollars into it to, to really get a pool, I would say of between a hundred and a thousand people getting some feedback about what they think about what the idea that you want to bring to the market uh, what they really think about it. And if, and to see if, you know, if people are really as enthusiastic about it as you are, you know, and I really believe that, you know, once you've done all of those three steps, and if you've really gotten some positive feedback after you've done all of those things, and if you're able to be disciplined enough to actually answer those three questions, one, then you, you know, you, you've created that foundation for a business plan. You really have a clear idea who your potential client is and what they need. And you also, and you also really have the, the, the foundations of the discipline that's going to be needed for you to be a freelancer or an entrepreneur in this day and age. You know, when we, when we think about creating our own businesses and services, you know, we, most people just think about 
providing that service. They don't think about all that back office stuff that you're going to need to do. And there's a lot of back office stuff and you really have to get into the discipline of taking care of the details first before you put your services out there, because you do not want to enter the market and you, and, and, and you've missed those fundamental things that help you to be, to deliver a quality and consistent service, because there's nothing that, that can make a business fail quicker than, uh, inconsistent service or service that lacks quality. So really make sure that, you know, before you go investing any time or any money to really, really, really address those three steps first. And I really believe that that will help to get you off to an excellent start. And it'll answer all those questions that you may have yourself about your idea. And it also will really get you warmed up in speaking to the people who you really want to be working with and providing services for. Um, you know, I have been a entrepreneur for a very long time now, I would say over, over 15 years or so. And the one thing that I can say, and the one thing that I know now that I wish that I knew then was the things that I'm talking to you about today. So if you are someone who's thinking about becoming a a freelancer or entrepreneur in France, and you would like to have uh, some support on your journey, you are welcome to contact me through my website, www.mondayyoung.com. That's M-U-N-D-E-Y-Y-O-U-N-G.com. And I am happy to... Um, answer any questions that, that you may have before you get started. I have a telegram group, uh, that you can register for through my site where I talk to people and give them, you know, sort of, uh, free advice when I can. And I also have a Facebook group that you can also join where I try to support expatriates in any way that I can. And I also have my coaching uh, services that are really targeted to help people get their, um, to get themselves and their careers off the ground um, here in France as I have been living in France for, oh my gosh, what I've, I've been here since 2005. Oh my gosh, how the time flies. But um, it's been a crazy adventure and it's not always easy. And, you know, the administration part of starting a business in France can be quite overwhelming. So I'm here to give that support to people as much as I can. But I really just want to thank everyone for joining me today here on WRP. And I really look forward to speaking with you next time. Bye-bye.